up, what up, everybody? Welcome back to Nashville Unsigned Podcast, formerly known as The News Podcast. We just changed the name. We are covering all things digital and music news for the independent community. Get on over to YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Search the news. Actually, take that back. Search Nashville Unsigned Podcast for Apple Podcasts. You guys can download this episode. Yeah, the hot, fresh Spotify. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, man. Taking the words out of my mouth every single time. Every single time. I listen to that thing probably twice a day, I'd say. You know what? Uh, Robin Earl, Gary Earl, shout out. They just um, said our our, uh, Spotify playlist is fire. Fire. Ooh, I believe saying. it. They said it's fire. So 100. we are chilling here. I am Amber Stoneman. This is Nick Brown. What's up, everybody? Jared Rigsby. Hello, hello. And Patrick Larney. Greetings. And Nashville Unsigned, of course, is your go-to for all things independence. We're your one-stop shop for the independent music scene. Uh, we are a digital magazine providing label services, the largest independent community in the city Very where cool. all your new best friends live. Um, we do live events and have some publishing services these days. So get on over to the site, nashvilleinsign.com, build your profile, join the community. Mm-hmm. Come say hi. Discover it, music. Man. Discover music. I We're like that. doing all Solid. things Solid. music and independence and resources. So get on over there. It's a fun community. I mean, sometimes we uh, send little fun emails to each other. And direct messages. I mean, we change our fun profile pictures. Yeah, it's, to- it's pretty cool. You can have friends on there. Mm, really? Friends? Yeah. Do you tell Real more? life friends? Yeah, you can Do you tell friends more? on there. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. learn yeah. stuff. We, we and, connect people and, there. And education is so expensive these days, but right. it's free. Oh, man. That's I mean, it's free. Yeah. Free, guys. That's that's actually a really good free 99. Yeah. That's a really good, <laughs> it's good deal. deal. It's a good deal, yeah. So today we are um, covering a topic that... A lot of independent artists ask us all the time because we do uh, live events is uh, another leg of what we do. Mm-hmm. You guys have been a part of the Unsigned series and the Nashville Unsigned Presents. But um, so the golden question is how do I promote my show? Yep. Everybody got a show and they definitely want some people to show up. Yeah. <laughs> and probably just <laughs> nice. to throw this out there, probably the toughest town in America to get somebody to come to a show. Yeah. Because everybody really? has their own show tomorrow that they're rehearsing for. You're right. You know? You're so, so yeah. right. Yeah. Well, yeah. you become a little dull to it, I think. You know, you, I mean, yeah. you have so many people asking you to come out. But I mean, you know, there's there's definitely some really good shows there's that you got to so go see. There's so many shows. Yeah. So how do you stand out from the pack? Yeah. Right. right. Um, yeah. Well, gotta, and then too, differentiate like, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there's so many shows going on. Like, where are you going to find out which ones you go to? Us. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. Our event calendar. Nashvilleinsign.com slash events. And then you can see exactly the coolest thing that is happening each day in Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. That's so that's great. one way um, Ooh, our alumni spot. can promote their events is through the um, Nashville Unsigned calendar. Mm-hmm. So that's one way. Yeah, so, so you alumni, way. don't make us go to your website. Send it to Call us. Call us up. Let us yeah. know. Hey. We hey. say, hey, I got show. You guys know about the like pods? Don't act like you don't know. Code word. Thank you, Adara. <laughs> yeah. Like pods. Code word. Get the like pods. Yeah. <laughs> Check out them past podcasts. Right? Yeah. So a few things, um, you know, I, I run the social media uh, with Austin um, as well for Nashville and Science. So uh, I think one of the pe- best pieces of advice I can give to you guys uh, as far as what we do for Nashville and Science shows uh, I want to say we've done over 
40 shows in the past two years, man, which I know it's it so doesn't crazy. sound, yeah, when you compare it to tours or whatever, it doesn't yeah. sound so crazy, but uh, as a as a digital magazine throwing events, that is kind of crazy. We were yeah. doing well, it's almost one, one a month, week, I mean. every month uh, with the Basement East and mm-hmm. then putting on a lot of alumni shows. So, so how do you promote your shows? I think one of the biggest pieces of information that I can give that a, a tool that we use all the time. There isn't a day. The only reason you guys know about it, about Nashville and Science is social media. So I think you guys have to, if you don't know it, you got to get on it. Mm. Social media examiner, uh, Hootsuite blog, get to those two, go educate yourself. Yeah, the, because the social media examiner, that's the one that tell you if you have uh, fake followers, right? Ooh, is that what yeah. it is? Oh, that's the is audit. That the, like the every audit. single, yeah. mm-hmm. like Facebook, Facebook audit, audit, Twitter, Twitter audit, audit yeah. Instagram audit, um, that can, <clears throat> you know, fish out if you have fake followers. You but yeah, the great thing about the platforms is you can use it to promote to your direct fans. Right. And that's actually an, an, uh, a problem with having fake followers, right? For bu- buying followers? Yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah. It's 2018. Yeah, yeah. And you got some fake it's friends? Like, I, mean, come I got 752,000 followers like, and I've got one comment. Yeah. Like, see there's you. like a visual, maybe there's see. maybe something that makes you look cooler, but at the end of the day, you're promoting like half of your stuff to bots and, and bot, <laughs> bots aren't going to show up to your show. They're not going to show up. They're not going to buy that's merch. Just the, that's the issue. I mean, if you want to look cooler than you already are, that's that's a, a strategy. Go for it. But uh, yeah, I mean, if that's the only metric you take into account is the people, how many followers you got. Yeah. But I mean, that's not the only metric. Right. Yeah. You know, Definitely. I mean, that's, that's a very shallow. So that Definitely. is um, uh, some cool things to do inside of social media to be able to promote your show. Uh, find those groups that are relevant to what you do. So I think Nashville Unsigned, part of our social strategy is to actually hit the event inside of the groups that that would be interested in this type of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so that the great thing about that is when you're maneuvering in and out of groups, you're not under strict algorithms like you are if you were to just post directly out of your page um, or your personal account. But the the key to that is you have definitely got to get into find those groups that work for your brand and post your event inside of those. Yeah. I think that that's and it. Even like, to backtrack a little keys. bit before that, let's just overall say promote your shows because we've had artists artists on shows of ours that didn't quite pitch in on the promotion process Mm -hmm. and and it affected the overall performance and and it was that's why i say like i was very shocked i was like why aren't these people promoting the show strange phenomenon that they're a part of um so do do it people expect you to um, yeah, even if so you set said, yourself, we yeah, have yeah. a lot of strategies yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, even that—that's a good point. It, do promote your shows. It's it's one you're kind of one click away. Like, be annoying. Daily. You're kind of one. Just click be annoying. Away. It's your business. Yeah, like yeah. it's okay. I mean, that's a very, that's a pretty strange state of mind that you got to be in to have your own show and not promote your own show. I mean, yeah. Well, I think that a lot of artists and and then and then I want to I want to make sure that we put all this time into uh, you know how how to how to promote your show, but. I think one of the things to point out is that one of the the problems that a lot of artists have is they don't like self promotion. Okay. It yeah. goes it goes in with like the whole thing like I'm right. cool and I don't want to mm-hmm. be like selfie up in your face. But I got to yeah. tell you something: if you don't promote your show, nobody's gonna see your face yeah. <laughs> at all. Yeah. You're gonna be playing to nobody. Yeah. Like yeah. you have to let people know and. 
letting people know is not about just once putting it on Instagram and then the whole world's like checking my Instagram every day. The average person follows 2,000 people on Instagram and the average post is one a day. Now, there's some people that post five selfies a day and some people don't post once a week or whatever. That's what brings it down. But if you just do that simple math, that's 2,000 pictures a day. How many times have you gone through 2,000 pictures in a day on Instagram? You haven't. And so if you miss... The flyer for the show, just because you posted it on Instagram, homeboy, nobody's coming to your show. They don't yeah. even know what's happening, even if they're a fan of you. So, yeah, which, you know, mailing list, you know, email list is, you know, the first segment I would say is get to an email list because um, in Instagram, somebody might not see it, but email, that's where we, that's, that's where we take care of a lot of things are, you know, are even on some of our bills. Mm-hmm. So even if the person stumbles in, you know, at 3am to check their email drunk off their ass, like yeah. they still see the email and know <laughs> yeah. that you're playing the count on Friday. Yes. Right. So yeah. an email open rate is 41%. And let me give you a better open rate. Oh Facebook messenger is a 99% open rate. Do you know Whoa. that I wrote this so, down and said, remind yeah. Amber to tell everybody about oh. their little secret. I, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. Anything huh? social media, I kind of want to go back to <clears> that yeah. for a second. <laughs> that little show did we do that on? Which show? Was it The Rock Show? It was The Rock Show. Well, we and had, actually, what, six the days, example. Six days to yep. promote that stuff? So let's clarify what that six is. Six days Sorry, to yeah. promote our very first uh, show at, at the, the Cowan, Cowan yeah. a.k.a. Top Golf Live. Uh, they gave us six days, and, and we were up for the challenge because we believed you guys would be interested and doing this on sh- on such short notice with an mm. epic lineup. Yeah. Um, but I tapped in. I got these analytics from um, Social Media Examiner, actually. Um, and they're like, hey, yeah, an email list is great and all, but Facebook Messenger is where you are going to get people in eyeballs right now. An email, I mean, there are sometimes like I'll miss that for days and that the open rate is almost like doubled. Yeah. So a really cool thing with that, we had the Cowan show and we went through, I went through uh, four out of my 5,000 <laughs> followers and it hit, I mean, it took weeks, but hit them yeah. with, and I know you guys did the same. Yeah, I think we, were we had our whole team. All kinds of different that angles. That was hitting it um, just with the Facebook Messenger alone. Yeah, and so the, way, the way to do that is you go into the event and you say share through messenger. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. You so can message yep. friend. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's just, it's literally, it's so easy. If you, like he said, you go to the event, there is a share button and your option will be right there. And you can literally go through and do it in the masses as yeah. well. So, and so you write like your little message or whatever, and then you just go down and click the buttons. It's sending that as an individual Facebook message to every single person that you click their, their header. And so it feels very personal. It feels very intimate and people open it up and, and now you, they, actually know about your show now whether they're going to come or not that's probably you know how good your music but yeah yeah well, you'll, get, you'll get <laughs> open rates are they yeah you'll yeah, get open rate and you will get um a, a message back i can't tell you how many messages i got back that were just like oh my goodness i'm so sorry i can't make it it was like a personal apology right, as to right. why like, they could not make it's all it good, man. <laughs> so which leads me to and i know we're gonna kind of float in and out just as our add conversation would naturally <laughs> go but um 
which moves me over to whoever is in your text message thread in the last 90 days, send a direct personalized message uh, to each of those people to invite them. Because if they've been in your life in the past 90 days, then they better be showing up to your show. That's great. That's great. great. But that is another, both are are hovering around like 95 to 99% open rate. So if I were promoting a show very quickly and I was looking to get bodies in the room, then I would A, go to the people that I know that live here that are living in my text message thread. And B, I would even reach out into your followers on Facebook and send that personal invite through Messenger to be able to allow them to see that directly and feel like it's more personalized. Yeah. But we did result, um, our results for the rock show ended up being like almost 250 on our first night, which was epic. Six days of promotions. So it has it definitely proven to be successful. Yeah, that Facebook that message. Okay, it's so I got one of those Facebook messages. From Amber. From Amber. Before, before that, just and said, I'm a I part know. of Nashville Inside, <laughs> but I still felt special. Hey. Like, I, I was like, wow, I was like, that was nice. That, you know, that, was, that was a nice thing to do. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, but I mean, so, so that, that that's so kind of true. an indicator of, of how effective that is. Yeah. Yeah. You know? He's yeah. like, and I even work for this. Yeah. Like, I, I knew this part of my company. Yeah. <laughs> go over to that. Can I say something? And then I go on there and accept the invite, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like we've had like we've had um other shows that haven't been as successful in that same kind of period of time where we just took the normal route of we're posting it on Facebook um, mm-hmm. often and we had other people posting it often but it you know something came together to where this show it just wasn't it didn't quite click with people mm-hmm. and um I, that's why I think that was just like a gem when the rock show was coming up and I was thinking of that previous show or that festival that didn't quite pop off and I was like well yeah we only had like a week to promote it but then we had this this same thing happen and this time it was just wildly different yeah and, it, and I, I mean the, it really the tickets were cheaper to, too so to that. but we still <laughs> hit it on all yeah. like like yeah. promote that boost your posts uh boost your events um uh share it every day um adara is doing a really cool thing mm-hmm. with her um her her launch or was it the blast uh the space party the launch yep. the yep. launch on party. may yeah. 3rd on- uh at the cowan adara yes. by the way is in uh one of our alumni she's Class an edm eight. Yeah, she's an EDM art. Well, pop. EDM pop, EDM pop, artist. totally. Yeah, um, but she's Very doing cool. a really, really cool thing. And one of the things that I had written down here on my list of things to do, um, brand your show as yeah. an experience. Yeah, um, there's which is far too many what this bands is. in this town. And if you're trying to stand out, don't just stand there with mm-hmm. a guitar and a microphone like yeah. every other band in town. Yeah. Yeah. Make an experience. Do something with it. And you know, I was I was so upset to have missed the show that she. Uh, put on over, I think the high water something, but I saw yeah, pictures with of Linux. it. Yeah. There were you yeah. know big From planets in there, and yeah. like everything was spaced out. Oh, it's you much could bigger. Hold the moon rock. You I mean, I was awesome. like, you know, FOMO, serious FOMO. Guys, this she's is much better. Doing, this year. she's doing a countdown so mm-hmm. that she has a post like, like a, a blast launch. off, yeah. uh, like a blast <laughs> off, like a launch. Where, but it's also giving her, her the opportunity to post every single day. Yeah, yeah. about like leading up, like I think a month ahead. You guys have no idea. She's putting some serious. Of what this looks like. It's going to be great. We are helping her throw this show and the back end of what this looks like, this chick is so organized. She's got her Dropbox set up by days and platforms and what's launching at what time. Yeah. So it's so strategic and and scheduled and just, Uh. she actually pulled (laughs) 
um, in Lightning 100, like, yeah, which that's, is a great um, segue into into local radio. Yeah. Um, Adara yeah. pulled on Lightning 100, which is actually one of the biggest independent radio stations in the country. And um, they are doing tons of promotions, presenting the show. Uh, also, there's another radio station in town. You guys go after your local radio. I think that's a really good one, too, that, that's oftentimes missed. And I think that's that's a... Have, Probably a very heavily Nashville thing, but mm-hmm. um, if they're if they're, you're in another city and you have like a really awesome uh, local radio, uh, sh- give even, us a shout like, out. Let even, them, let yeah, people know even about if them, you've got a awesome. small radio show, it, it's still local and people are still hearing about it. That's local. That'll draw locally. What is it? So, Clear Channel? Are they the ones that the you know, ones they line up all the, yeah. the yeah, local radio the, stations? Yeah, yeah, they're the giants. They're the giants. But here in Nashville, I know a lot of our our, uh, listeners and viewers are from Nashville. If you are, definitely check out Lightning 100. Check out Acme Radio. Shout out Carl. Um, they've oh, got shout out really, Acme. Yeah. yeah, all of you guys. Yeah, they, You're awesome. yeah, yeah. Everybody there. We know like a ton of people there. <laughs> no, no, quite a few. Um, but yeah, so that is a good one too. And then the Ville is a new radio station. Yes. Um, that that uh, focuses Shannon Sanders on, shout out gave us a yeah. Gave, um, Shannon Sanders uh, made us hip to that, and that's like uh, Music City Soul and R and B. That's um, it's really niche. cool. It's that basically, cool. Um, you know, like a. A Lightning 100 for like soul and hip hop as yeah. Lightning 100 is more, you know, rock or indie based. Is it um, like contemporary or is it like? I mean, it's everything. So okay. they'll, they'll play so Al Green and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, but then they'll okay, also okay. play yeah. like, yeah, yeah. you know, D Robert and the Half Truths or something. I've been, yeah. I've been rocking out to hippie radio here lately. D Robert and the yeah. Half Truths, shout out. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> if we can nail what class that is. Well, uh, you can nail what class it is. No, it's definitely past five. I'm say six. A six. Oh. I think it's six. Oh, we were right. I'm terrible. Six. Pound it. Pound it. Six. So. Okay, so I, one one thing I wanted to say about the radio because I think it's 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 larger than just than just radio. But what the, um, but but what uh, Amber is saying is the more people who are involved. Uh, in the show, then the more people who feel ownership and the more people who feel ownership, the more people who attend, right? And uh, one thing that I just wanted to point out, um, building hype for a show doesn't always have to be about the music. Mm. Just recently um, with a band from class two called the Young Fables, they're a modern traditional country band. We sold out the city winery with Nashville and Sign Presents. Um, and one of the ways that we were able to do that was to build hype around things that weren't music. Um, she had a uh, dress that was designed specifically for her and um, by a, a local um, uh, fashion designer. And they released videos beforehand saying mm-hmm. like, hey, um, if you want to see the dress and the video showed like a little bit of the arm and a little bit, you know, and then there was also, um, they, uh, had an endorsement from Shore Microphones yeah. and Shore Microphones lent them Miranda Lambert's microphone. Yeah. That was an and awesome so article, the, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I wrote that. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but that was another part of the story that wasn't necessarily just about the music, which every show has the music. So build, you know, um, uh, and Sinclair does a great job of that as well. Well, that sounds like endorsements could be like such sure. a huge uh, benefactor B2B, and, and yeah. how this goes because the endorsement itself, not only does it make you sound better and it does, does it prioritize 
prioritize you as an artist, but they can actually help you get the word out mm -hmm. like through their, to their fan base. It's right. like Lightning yeah. 100 for the Adara show. They're doing tons of promotions on the radio and to their socials and their following is insane. So that made total sense for her to make that move because it wasn't just the radio reach. It was the social reach. It was their community reach because they throw shows all over the city. Oh, yeah. Um, so that guerrilla marketing. Yeah, which is a great segue. Is it, is it a great segue? <laughs> it's a great one. Um, yeah, man, I have done marketing in every single um, aspect, I feel like. And one of the most effective is still the face-to-face. -face. If you can get face-to-face -face with people, that's a completely different ballgame. And I think guerrilla-style marketing, where you're kind of hitting the pavement, literally sometimes, yeah. drawing, drawing <laughs> sidewalk chalk, on the pavement, um, that doesn't cost very much. That's a really good, I know here in Nashville, uh, the pedestrian bridge. Not yeah. to shout that out for everyone and give that secret away. <laughs> like, but, we, can't, um, we can't figure out who did this, but all of these people are Nashville on yeah, followers. So, I don't know where that came from. I mean, from. it's everybody's moving <laughs> over it. So if you think about high traffic streets or whatever, I mean, just get out there, put in the legwork and jot your show's date and where it's at yeah. and the time and yeah. if there's a dollar amount and then get out of there. No, just yeah, the, yeah. You know, to print a poster, chalk. it costs you a dollar fifty, and right. for a dollar fifty at the dollar store, you can get a whole box of sidewalk chalk and probably hit you know fifty locations yeah. with that. So right. yeah, creative marketing is the most economical. Absolutely, in my opinion. And if, it, if yeah, you can put a little resonates. creativity, a little creative uh, twist to how you want to market your event then that will be infinitely more economical. In the long run, you'll have more return on investment. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll be what will happen. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, Speaking of... Um, think outside the box. Our guy, uh, White Rice, our boy yeah. Nick Daniels over here, gave me a really cool story yeah, before yeah. this uh, this came up. But he was uh, interning for Sony, yeah, um, and uh, was promoting a show for churches coming up. And so what they get was a stencil. And they got this kind of spray paint that isn't actually paint, right? So you can stencil um, like this chalk-based paint that's eco-friendly and uh, washes off as soon as it rains, right? But it's, it's graffiti art that isn't actually vandalism. So it's kind of cool. It's a very, it was a very creative way, mm -hmm. I think, to um, get the name out and make it like like graffiti is cool. Think I outside mean, the box, graffiti is cool. Vandalism, not so much. Hey, you know but, what? You know, the speaking, style is what really matters. Yeah, speaking here. of graffiti in Nashville too, and I know some other hip communities. Like I just went to Asheville; they do the same thing. Um, and these other, you know, like what Nashville does with murals, they actually promote shows with murals. So I've seen that. That's really cool. Check into it. It actually is not that expensive. And if you have an album release and it's something big that you may not do again for another year, it would be well worth the investment. Didn't a uh, Casey the Musgraves Nashville. mural just pop up for her new record? I think somewhere here in Nashville, in East I Nashville, know. I think. I don't know, I've seen but everybody I know, standing in front of it. So I like know, free social just yeah, yeah. from a mural. Wait, wait, well, Marathon Music yeah. Works yeah. and Exiden, like they put in East Nashville over in Five Points, They'll put it on that on one of those buildings right there. I mean, every oh yeah, five points week, is a big I feel spot like so yeah. Pick a high traffic area and where you feel like your demographic is at, or close to wherever you're throwing the event, and um, talk to somebody. I think it's called Music City Murals is one of them. Oh, okay. So talk to them about maybe getting for a bigger show, getting a mural on a wall. I think it's kind of cool. That is yeah. awesome. Side of the box. Yeah. You know, Very Nashville. The other thing that I was going to say, um, uh, this was this has stuck with me for years because it was just so amazing. Um, 
I was going to see a guy named Bob Schneider, who's out of Texas. He's a really um, uh, popular artist in Texas, and he was playing in New York. Now, that's kind of a little bit outside of his general area, so how could he get people to come to shows? Well, he knew that people in New York had seen him, but how did he entice them You know, beyond the ticket sale? And he uh, offered, he said, hey, listen, um, if you come to the show and enjoy the show, we will take your email address at the show. We're going to collect the show from the soundboard and we will email you a digital download of the show that you just saw. And that was like, well, heck, that's kind of worth something right mm-hmm. there. So it enticed yeah. me to go to the show because I w- wanted to listen to the live recording of Bob Schneider and a lot of a lot of venues in Nashville with as many engineers and producers as there are in this town. Most of the houses can give you a board recording, um, especially in the digital age. And so, man, that's something yeah. to promote too. But again, on the front side, that's where you got to do your work. When, we know that once you get to the show, you're going to knock them dead, right? But um, the other thing that I wanted to ask... Um, Um, uh, because I'm, you know, I have my own ideas of it, but, um, but the thing I wanted to ask is not just getting people to your show that have seen your music or heard your music before, because then what are your sales beyond that point? You were, everybody's looking to expand, Mm. but how do you get somebody who's already a listener to bring somebody who is a friend that may enjoy it? Make it a party, I think, is one thing. Like, I think the hype around a show really goes into, um, like, how many people show up, right? So um, this this would be a good segue into events, like, actually making the event. Um, An issue I've seen before is, uh, like, somebody split up events, right? So say they have a big event where five bands are playing. Um, Right. Some of the bands make their own event page, and have their own, you know, thing going. And now it says 50 yeah, people are attending, but if you add them all together. Right. Oh, well, here's together. a new cool Every, feature. Everything has to be together because it's the empty room concept. Like, if you walk into a club and there's nobody in that club, but there's music playing, you might bail because it's like, well, this isn't what I came to the club to be alone right. in the weird room with someone. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a... With sideburns over here. When, yeah, <laughs> yeah. when there's people already there at the club, then it says the club is fun. Like, right. I'm going to have People have already made the decision here. that this is a place they want to so stay. There's right. a feature. So you want to do that digitally. Um, I just want to get that point yeah, out. No, yeah, no, there's you a feature. have not an empty club, so you need it all together. You don't even um, have to... It won't even let you make multiple events anymore, actually. Um, the moment that someone adds you as a host to the event, it pops up on your page. So you don't actually have to recreate the event, which is a really cool feature. Thank you, Facebook. You've been doing a lot of things wrong, but that was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that, um, when you make somebody a host, that just happened with the Adara show on the 3rd, the moment that she made us a host, I didn't have to go recreate an event page or anything. It just popped up on our page, and I was like, oh my God, Oops. this is great. Now yeah. I, can promote I don't it. have yeah. to do that. But that was a big, huge flaw up until like a couple of months ago um, where you had like five different events going on. Yeah. It was like three people and interested, like, one going. Yeah, if like, you see an event going? and like 10 people are interested, Just you're like, I don't think so. You know, yeah. not, not for me. But if it's like 100 people are interested, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, yeah. this looks like a or good time. Or it's also annoying when you go in there and like, what's happening tonight? And then there's seven events that are all the same event with a different picture. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what's okay, going on? Is what this else all is the going on? Yeah. But yeah, I think to piggyback on Facebook events, so uh, to really dive in a little bit deeper, get on, uh, I can't say this enough, social media examiner and Hootsuite because 
you need to know how to boost your posts. So there's something called geo-targeted ads. And I really want to talk about this because um, this is still new and I don't actually know any independent artists that currently use it. But um, we've said this in the manager episode too, if you did not get a chance to listen to that one, download it. But um, you go through and you geo-target the area. So say you've got a 10 show tour. For instance, Stealing Oceans is about to go on tour. And so he's got... 10, 15 shows a week prior, you're going to boost like your newest music video, which Stealing Oceans is um, hip hop rap out of class five uh, (laughs) that has followed the lights out right now. Brand new song in his new album, Let the Kids Play that just launched. Um, So they're going on tour. But what, how you can get people at your shows in a city that you're not familiar with or do you have a fan base in right now a week prior, boost that music video, geo-target it for 50-mile radius from the venue. And so that city is getting a week's worth of exposure to your brand and your music and your music video before you ever even get into the city. So you create fans in a week that get to your show and the moment that they see that live, because I know Stealing Oceans is killing it live. Oh, great. Um, but great the moment show. that they see that live, they're going to they're gonna be hooked. Yeah. So I think the tour, you guys have to be so, so, so strategic about this. Um, but if you get, if you get well ahead of it and you go a week out from every single show and use the same post, but moving the geo-targeted ad. Oh yeah, the tour aspect that's is all a you have very to do point. for those 10, 15 shows. That's You've great. got the same post, you're moving your location and you're paying $15, $20 a week to boost it in that area. And you're reaching anywhere from 10 to 15,000, if not more, based on mm-hmm. the geolocation. Yeah, if you so, sell three records, you've already paid it off. That's you know, what I'm saying, yeah. man. Or so with the it, ticket sale, I guess what? If three people show up, you've already made it off, yeah. right? Yeah. So <laughs> sell one t-shirt. <laughs> and you got that. But I, I think that that's a very underutilized, and that is a piece of solid information for all of our alumni. Get on that. It's really effective. Uh, I've got a really good friend from Score Nashville. His name's Tim Reynolds, who's in marketing and had turned me on to this three years ago before it was even cool. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's just now starting to get a little bit of traction. Now it's but cool. It's definitely not <laughs> in the independent scene right now. So you guys get on it. It's very effective. Yeah. Another thing that I would like to to throw out there that um that I was turned on to um there's a book and it's actually on sale right now. Um, I think I paid like $130 for it or whatever, but it's $79 right now on Tom Jackson's website. It's a book called the live music method. And he goes into a ton of, um, ideas and studies about live music and how that is the window. You know, people spend all this time writing music and recording music and then they say, let's rehearse twice and then go play a show. Well, that's like wrapping a Lamborghini car in a Honda Civic uh, shell. You know, you yeah. have to, that, that is how you're going to sell your music. So the live um, show is so, so important. And he oh, yeah. really dives in in that book about how to get people to shows and, um, and once they're there, how you use that show as 
your promotion for your next show. Yeah. Um, yeah. How many people walk, you allow walk out the door when they feel really, really good and they're walking out without a flyer for their next show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or like, uh, just like the live feed, like you were talking about before I've done that on for our shows on Instagram and it's, it's a lot of fun. People start looking forward to the next one. Right. Um, especially if you have a couple back to back in the same city, I think that would be super effective to be yeah. like, this is how much yeah. fun everyone had at this show. Yeah. Here you yeah. go, everybody. There's, yeah. <laughs> Nick <laughs> had a really remote. good, um, it, cause we haven't touched on this leg of yeah. promoting your show yet, but Nick has knowledge around SEO. I can't or fit SEM. in my brain. Uh, yeah, we're all gonna, okay, gonna bow yeah. out on this one and just <laughs> yeah, let you well, just search it. engine marketing. Well, it's still connected to like the, the uh, geographical marketing. So, you know, you know that there's going to be an event at a specific venue. Um, so we've touched on social media. Mm-hmm. We've touched on the email list. And the gorilla. We've touched on the gorilla. We've touched on getting creative. We touched and, on the gorilla. Yeah. yeah. Market, market <laughs> with gorillas. We've touched all over uh, most everything. He did. I didn't. Except <laughs> Not for uh, Google marketing. So, uh, you, know, what a, you know, we're living in 2018. So when people are curious about something, when people have a question, what do they do? They go to Google, Google and they type it, it in. Yeah, that's actually yeah. like a phrase you use these days. Like Google, Google it. Bro. Yeah, Google it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like Google it, it's it, that's, Bing it, bro. Yahoo, that shiz. Yahoo. I'm Duck Duck going guy. They don't track you. Uh, that's the thing. But uh, anyway, so back to Google. Uh, what we're talking about is uh, people. They search Google specific. You know, you know, most likely for your event. And most then, likely, uh, yeah. Yeah, so what you can do is you can actually actually do uh, it's it's Google AdWords. So you're you're uh, marketing to specific search terms, and then you can do that within geographic locations. So say we're having an event, it's going to be in Nashville. Uh, you know, we can uh, go ahead and uh, geolocate it into Nashville. Uh, maybe even the surrounding counties. So yeah. we got Davidson County, you know, add some additional counties Rutherford. in there. Or even yeah. uh, tour-wise, <laughs> if you're, if you're yeah. going to your next city, um, yeah. big yeah. time. Yeah, you, you can you can uh, narrow it down all the way to like zip codes, uh, specific cities, that whole thing. And then, uh, but what you want to do is you want to you want to target specific uh, search terms for people that might be interested in coming to see your show. So people say they go to Google and they're, 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 they're looking for uh, events this weekend. You could target that specific search, and if you have an event that's going on that weekend, then you know you'll be able to display that ad to them. And you know, given that you're capable of converting this interested searcher into uh, uh, you know a, a buyer of your ticket, um, then uh, you know that's that's the whole goal. Of the, I think of the one day. of the things that piggybacks off of that that I learned from Amber, and I'm not even sure if you can still do this, so I'm asking you, Amber, but. One of the brilliant ideas that she had um, was promoting shows through a Snapchat filter. Actually, that was on my list of things. Take it away. Take it away. But yeah, um, you guys all know, we all know Snapchat. Let's not act like we don't. But when you swipe through, those are called geo filters. So you're going to go through and you're going to have options to certain geo filters when you're in certain locations. You'll see that it usually makes sense to the city or the town or the venue that you're in. Uh, oftentimes you'll see sponsored by at the bottom. Uh, and that is that is accessible to everyone. So if you go to snapchat.com and you click on geo filters, you can actually go in and make your own Snapchat geo filter and you do not understand how cheap this is. I mean, for the Basement East, when we did our ser- the Unsigned series for an entire year, um, we 
did a Snapchat geofilter for almost every single event. And it makes for a really cool experience. Mm -hmm. And of course, the more creative you can get with it, the more creative your users are going to get with it. But typically what we've done is you you go in there, you build out your own custom geo filter, you set your geo-targeted ad campaign. So you, you Which actually- Which is the where. Like, yeah. yeah, so yeah. you type in the address of your location and you can scale it out for 20 miles, 50 miles, whatever. And of course the price goes up as the bigger the, right. the radius is. And also duration, right? The price goes Duration up. and yeah. location. So yeah. mm-hmm. I did this before. Right when Snapchat was taking over or switching this up. Taking over. Um, we were promoting Hell at the Moon Music Festival that we partnered with. And so we were dropping geo filters on other music festivals because where is our demographic at other music festivals. So yeah, it's a little savage. And do we care? Absolutely not. (laughs) Because we sure enough enough dropped a geo filter on uh, Live on the Green because there's 10,000 people there. There was one like next door or something too, if I I remember correctly. Yeah, so in another one, um, so Live on the Green, that was like 20 or $30 for five hours for that specific geolocation. But then when I tried to drop it on a Drake sold out Bridgestone show, that was a completely different yeah, ballgame. That then turned to like, for the same amount of time, it then turned into like a $20,000 campaign. Yeah. But the thing about that is like Bridgestone, they always know that there's going to be 30,000 people there. So I would look into like what like street festival is happening this weekend because they might not be hip to it and then you're going to get more bang for your buck. Well, and if you you have an album that you're releasing when Tomato and Arts Festival throws something in East Nashville and they're pulling in 15 to 20,000 people and you have an album release around the same time, why are you not dropping a geo filter on that place? Or even your, yeah, yeah, like your Promoting your album. Yeah, your own album to bands that sound like you that are bigger than you in town. Like I'm swiping through and being like, oh, Okay, I'll check that out. Yeah, and yeah. one of the rules, you can't use a URL in there, So, um, and it'll kick you out. It'll You'll go through the dating process with Snapchat for a minute. <laughs> figure it out. And figure yeah, out. you're going to work through some there. shit, and then and then you're going to you're gonna be okay. But that's what it is, is you, you can't put any URLs. You can put your brand, um, and your brand could be different from the sponsored by. So just get in Snapchat and play around with that. It's a really great way to do it. And another segue into social media, not to like just completely beat the shit. Before social I media. stop that, I do want to say one more thing yeah. about Snapchat. Yeah. Um, our data guy, Austin would love the back end of this because anybody who uses your thing, then you can collect that data on the back dun, side. Dun, so dun. now you're rolling your promotion for your yeah. show into what you can use for yeah, promotion. You won't get email addresses. Facebook, but it's yeah. us that's doing yeah. your data. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do get the data that that was really, really awesome that we got a chance to look at because it, it won't give you email addresses or usernames of who saw it, but it'll it'll give you reach and engagement. And so if anybody uses your geofilter, it then anyone that views it from their friends, you get that reach. So the reach is insane. Oh yeah. Man. yeah. Talk about a healthy, healthy way to spend your marketing dollars. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you were going back to social media. There's mailing. a really cool one, and I just started playing around with this. Um, and so Instagram, you can you have your Instagram story. And you can upload a flyer that's already in your camera roll. You put it up. Uh, you tag the bands or whatever. You swipe up. You hit location. And mm. you choose the lo- You don't even have to be present. You don't even have to be present. You can choose the location. And it puts it in that location story. You're automatically... I, I was in Asheville and was eating some 
food at a bar and I took a picture of it and tagged the location and it saw 1500 people in that area. And I'm like, oh my God, how much money would have cost me to, to push this out to 1500 people? So the eyeballs is what you're going after, but that's a really good secret that we just recently started using. And again, you don't have to be physically present. So that you guys got to get on the Instagram story, swipe up, hit location, type in the either the address or the name of business. And you golden. Ooh. Little piece of advice. Gold. I am a, an Instagram hooker. <laughs> I mean, not for real digitally, not like physically. <laughs> well, the benefit is you can merge that with your Facebook. So it's owned by the same group with Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then you also have like your Facebook pixel. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to do the tracking on that regard. And then you can kind of integrate that whole yeah. Um, yeah. Marketing. You know, Speaking of merging, um, save your time as an artist and instead of filling out every show on your Facebook and filling out every show on your website and whatever, you can sign into something called Bands in Town yeah, and you can sync one. it to everything. And so when you put a show up there, boom, it that goes That machine all is so effective. It's yeah. great, man. And I get, I get, um, you know, it'll, it'll give me updates, um, and notifications about bands that are in my iTunes uh-huh. library. And it'll actually say the band sent you a message and yeah. you're like, oh, I know I like a direct message. <laughs> I was, I was sitting in my car me? and I saw like a uh, Martin Sexton sent you a message and I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, uh, bands in town. Like, I'm like, that is sad. Uh, I was engaged. Uh, yeah. That is sad. Oh, Clickbait. <laughs> Clickbait. So we, we brushed all kinds of stuff. I think, uh, another thing, um, that is kind of an obvious, uh, for us, because we are a digital magazine, is reach out to digital magazines. Oh, yeah. There, There's a slew of them. I mean, we did it before it was cool, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's cool. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to go to print. And a lot of places don't go to print anymore. Of course, it cuts costs. But the, the followers on these digital magazines are insane. So if you can get some type of feature for your event... The SEO is increased because you're getting a backlink. Um, On top of that, you're getting access to their fan base. And you got to think about it like this. Your Instagram, you're not seeing, you're seeing only a small fraction of the people that you follow. So you've got to get it in more hands of more followers. So it's just naturally going to raise those numbers. So don't forget about digital magazines. Oh, absolutely. I have a list, but I'm not going to give them to you. You guys have to get on our email list to be able to get the list of um, digital publications that we know and are friends with. So email list. And one other one that I wanted to throw in there that um, that I've used this quite a bit um, because we're rolling into summer now. And um, in an area like Nashville, it is hot during Mm -hmm. the summer. And, um, you know, if you're, let's say, a country act, um, you are a killer guitar player um, and you're a guy, well, then, you know, you probably are in the likes of a Keith Urban. Um, we would, uh, you know, country people love to do this little thing, parking lot parties, right? Yeah. So before the Keith Urban concert, everybody is just chilling out in the parking lot and you know they're all Keith Urban fans. <laughs> Get a fun. boom box, yeah. put your music in mm-hmm. it and walk right on down the line and just talk to all the people that are there. That is a filtered demographic for yeah. you that is just pickings and it's free and people are just hanging out. Right, so make friends with them. They feel ownership. They say, "Oh my God, I'm listening." This, you know, this guy approached us at a Keith Urban concert when we were, you know, tailgating in yeah. the parking lot. Yeah, I was wearing Spanish. short jean shorts and cowboy yeah, boots. That's right. Have a couple sexy women with you, you know, and <laughs> scantily dressed with big leaves, and you can fan them down. Whatever. Anyway, the point is, is you know that your demographic is there, and it's free. Yeah. 
and it's open and it's partying. So go talk to it. Yeah, any any big group of people, whether it be uh, Centennial Park, uh, the East East Pavilion in East Nashville, or um, what is it, the courthouse over in front of the courthouse for Live on the Green, that not court. I know you got scared for a second. The courthouse. <laughs> He's like, somebody know about me? Somebody know my real name? Um, but get- <laughs> nice. But get out there, get your flyers, get your tennis shoes on or get your cowboy boots on and hustle. Like, get in front jeans. of people. Get your face in front of people as much as you possibly can. I think a, a cool underestimated thing is find your college ambassadors. Oh. That's a cool one. Find the the your biggest, your two biggest fans in the university that's in your area or the, the multiple universities here in Nashville. It'd be uh, Belmont and MTSU. But find the people that believe in your brand and make those two people ambassadors and let them maneuver in and out of that university to pull those kids to your to your experience. We just hit a show. Um, we partnered up with uh, Octo Music Group and Innovo Management uh, for an EDM show here in Nashville called Project Underground. And I cannot tell you guys, A, how much fun it was. Yeah, but was that last B, Friday? Yes. Last Friday? Like, yeah. it was, I left a wedding and went straight there. And um, and some of our other team members were there too. But they pulled together this crew through through Belmont, like through marketing to Belmont with EDM pop, pulled in some really cool DJs, made it a really great experience. Shout out to you guys. We can't wait yeah, to those, do this for round two. Those Belmont kids are hardcore. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Belmont. Whoever wore the panda hat, whoever wore the panda hat, you are a god. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I twisted your <laughs> panda hat around for a picture. That was me. She snapped his that neck. Was me. <laughs> you didn't see me because it went black for a minute. <laughs> but what they did um, with the university and how they were able to use those kids as ambassadors for their event was genius. And I think those guys have mad genius business skills. So if you guys get a chance to talk to talk to those guys as well, do. Yeah. They are smart and they're really great with being able to pull. I, I think that what they have like seven or 800 people that, there that night. So it was insane. <laughs> Man. I know. Fun times. But that's what that's the college ambassadors find those and find those quickly, and I think the last thing, man, is just uh, think outside of the box. Uh, like think box. outside yep. of the box. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Like be unique um, in your promotions. Make sure it matches your brand, and know where your demographic lives, where they hang out, where they eat, where they go play. Yeah basketball or do yoga or drink coffee like yeah. know those yeah, places really? that's probably step one really yeah so yeah. it's you know you want to get <laughs> we creative did, we worked and all. backwards <laughs> you want to get creative and all but first of all figure out where, where the heck these people are at yeah. where are they yeah. hanging out where are we going to be getting creative at that's yeah. where so. you go don't spend your time you know it's the 80 20 principle don't spend your time like marketing in places where your demographic doesn't live yeah know your analytics well, from socials know their age range. Where does that age range hang out? Where do they go to school? Where do they drink coffee? Like Things like that. That's a, that's a great uh, launching off point for getting creative. So, you know, mm-hmm. you identify that demographic and what would these people enjoy? Where mm-hmm. are they at? You know, what, you know, that way of connecting. Which is basically to say you need to treat your music as a business. I know we've said this like a gazillion oh, don't we have times. A, don't we have a podcast episode of that? I yeah. think so. Oh yes, we God. do. Probably like heard that once. Because the idea is that... <laughs> God, the idea is, is that so promotion 
is the the root word of promote is pro, or at least the first part of it, right? The yeah. suffix index. So, I don't know. Yeah, what it yeah, is. So. And the but first two pro, are PR, right? so, get so a PR be agent. professional about <laughs> the, no, prefix. About prefix is promotion. The word. Prefix. Yeah. Thank, That's you. What it is, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, it's just amateur motion, right? And you need to get out there and like approach it as if you're selling, you know, pizza at a mom and pop shop. Like how you know, or dolls or whatever it is that you're trying to sell. Like you wouldn't just say, Oh, well the doll's going to be great. So it's going to sell mm. like the music's great. I'm sure it's great. You're in music city so, and you're, and you were able to get booked. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it's yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you've got to be professional about promoting it. And professional it could mean a slew of different things. If you are, if this is a Fangs concert and you're promoting to a younger demographic, it's going to look different. Like, you are still approaching it, which his marketing and promotional material is fantastic. So shout out to Class 5 Fangs, who does like synth EDM Fangs with a PH. And he has Fangs with a PH. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool okay. style. And yeah. he doesn't have a sense of smell. That's kind of a cool story. I'm going to have to hop in here and tell you it's Class 4. Sorry. Oh, Class 4. Beat us up in the comments. Yeah, because he was on the first side of the red couch. That was when the Red Couch was first like approached. Yep. Introduced, we, yeah. We introduced it in yep. class four off the food truck days. So mm. I'm yeah. sorry about that. Thanks. <laughs> Don't hurt me. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. We hope this is educational and you get to your computer or yep. in front of people or do something. Just do something. Yep. Promote your show. Say. Yeah, go sign up for National Sign. That's first. May 3rd, yeah. May 17th, May 21st, and May 30th. Three of those are Threat the Cowan. Get out there. Live shows. We love you guys. Peace. Peace. Lady, y'all. Fuck with your hands. <laughs> <laughs>